Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. To Conscious Talks. To Conscious Talks. I am your host, Pax. I am your boy, Pax. <laughs> <laughs> I am Juice. Got, What's going on, guys? We got Monkey C, Monkey Do over here. Yes. How are you? How are you doing today, Pax? I am so, I'm just so grateful, man. Being alive this new year. Lots of things are going to be happening. Mm-hmm. I'm breathing. Prana. I'm in the present. Just alive. And I just could not be more grateful for life. Life is beautiful. It's truly, truly beautiful. And we hope that you guys out there are doing well as well. Um, we wish you a happy new year. This, I'm like Juice's voice right now. Yeah. This, this is uh this podcast has been well awaited. We have been waiting too long yeah too long. We, we apologize we know it's been about two maybe three weeks since our last podcast episode but we made a we we made this episode and we just weren't happy with the, how it came out so this was the next time we were free it is january 2nd 2020 Juan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so we're gonna start it off with a nice slow deep guided breath work and Pax will lead us into that breath work and juice will be our example okay okay Maybe that's all easy so i'm gonna be like hold it <laughs> so what do you mean you're gonna be um i'm gonna just uh guide us through it and you're yeah, gonna be the yeah okay. you're gonna be yeah. the one who exemplifies no problem let's get it all right everybody i want you guys to find a nice calm place Try to find a quiet area, somewhere where you're comfortable. Find your comfort space. Try to sit in the lotus position if possible, or in a chair straight up. I want you to straighten out your spine. Elongator. Allow the kundalini to rise. I'm just going to take a nice, slow, deep breath. I'm going to hold it. Envision all of our thoughts going into this box called Worry About It Later. We're going to exhale. Envision all of your thoughts flowing away, disappearing for this podcast. And for for the rest of the day, hopefully. We're going to do another deep, slow inhale through the nose. the tip top of your inhale we want you to straighten out your back and you know just appreciate this this present it's a gift to be in the present allow all thoughts to just flow right through you exhale slowly through your nose hold it just be in the present. Be grateful that you are alive. That we made it to 2021. With everything that happened in 2020, we are here. Inhale through your nose. Straighten up that spine. Lift up your chin. Focus on the energy that's flowing through your body. Be in the present. And exhale through your mouth. 
to make sure that you completely exhale, you want to suck in your diaphragm as much as possible or your gut and squeeze all of that air out. And then you go up, up, up. Then make sure that everything is out of you. You just couldn't hold it any longer. You had to inhale. <laughs> nice, deep thoughts flowing through you. Just pure bliss, pure happiness and peace. And deep exhale through the nose. Welcome back, Juice. He's still holding his breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I wasn't here for a bit. No, I wasn't. That's what that um, breath work does. That, that projection right there, man. Consciousness projection right there. Can I, I say was, something? Go ahead. I was remote viewing. Oh, I and um, I saw after the session, I'm going to whoop your butt. <laughs> 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 He's got some funny jokes. All right, real hey, welcome, guys. <laughs> real quick, um, about breath work. So if you can control your breath work, right, your mind is controlled by your breath and your body is controlled by your mind. So when you control your breath, you are controlling your mind, which is controlling your body. Mm -hmm. That's why when you work out, all these athletes and weightlifters, they say, all that matters is your breath and obviously correct form. Mm -hmm. But breath is what grounds you into mm -hmm. your body. Yeah. Not to mention all of that. A lot of athletes don't even do that, honestly. They really don't do it. No. Like, <laughs> oh, man. What happens to breath? You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. That breath work, it, it grounds you. Um, It grounds your consciousness into this body, which is, you know, your consciousness is not even in this body half of the time, more than half of the time, because it's out there. Thoughts. Um, it's out there just you know exploring into the into the inter to the interweb um and then um yeah and yeah so mostly people are just in their thoughts and they associate that with their consciousness but that's totally two different things yeah and another thing is the slower your breath is the slower your mind is mm -hmm. slow um, your mind there's down. a there's a lot of yogis in eastern tradition that say before l life and birth you have a count of breaths, however many it may be in the millions or trillions, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Or billions, whatever. But the point being is that every time you breathe, you are knocking down those numbers. So slow breath leads you to a longer life. And there yeah. are yogis that have lived to 200, 250 years, mm -hmm. eating mushrooms, slow breathing. Mainly probably not really in here. Yeah, but mainly fruitarian diet. As well, well, fungarian, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Fungarian. Mm -hmm. Just eating mushrooms. Literally, strictly reishi. Oh, I don't like mushrooms. That's I something I do mushrooms. not like. Mushrooms are just not for me. A lot of things aren't for you, Juice, all right? Yeah. Picky exactly. guy. Anyways. I'm allowed to be. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. All right. So today, what are we talking about, big boy? Today, topic <laughs> at hand is um, dreams. Uh, dreams. We're talking about dreams, sleep paralysis, That's lucid true. dreaming, astral projection. You know, out of body experiences. <clears throat> Anything where your consciousness isn't with your eyes open. 
basically. Meditation is another part of this. Meditation is key. Meditation is key in a lot of things. Um, with uh, Sadhana. With dreams. So, what is what is dreaming to you? Dreaming is your consciousness projecting the real world. Because the world that we live in is false. It's it's a fake reality. And in our dreams, or the real world, is where everything is true. Everything mm-hmm. you see is energy. And often, you know, there, there's dream interpreters because dreams are messages from your subconscious to your conscious. Mm-hmm. And some people are just like, oh, well, I saw a dog. Okay, well... Do you have a fear of dogs? Do you love dogs? Are you full of energy and looking to satisfy other people? You know, like what dogs do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's there's so many different types of messages and interpretations for dreams. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, just a perfect example of the, the whole dream interpreter thing. Yeah, there are dream interpreters, but every single person that has a, a, that's a dream is... Those they have different meanings, you know what I'm saying? I agree. Just because that person sees a dog in their dream and they're you know they're afraid of dogs doesn't necessarily mean they're going Someone to encounter else. a dog. You know they're afraid of or you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Every every person that and that has a dream has a significant meaning behind it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's what dream to me is about. Honestly, you know, scientists will tell you they don't even really know why we dream. They have no idea why we dream. It's just something that happens to us. But I tell you this, it's definitely not. It's meant to happen. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it's not not meant to happen, you know, because we are spiritual beings. Um, I tell people this all the time. As a spirit, you do not need to sleep. It's your body that needs to sleep and 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 fix itself and, you know, remove toxins from the from the body as you're sleeping and not and all that stuff but as a soul you do not need sleep a soul is infinite so how does infinity need sleep and that the dream is just a fun aspect of it so when the body goes to sleep and starts healing itself in the process the soul gets to travel around and be into the astral realm and just is projecting everything back to the body via the pineal gland or the third eye through this spiritual umbilical cord that is connected to the astral body of of you. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> that's what dreaming is. And there's like there's like different levels of dreaming where, you know, people will go to sleep and they won't remember their dreams. And that's a lot of that can say a lot of things because personally from my experience, I used to not dream. But I think it's because not I think I know it's because I used to smoke a lot of smoking weed, weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. smoke heavy weed, and I never used to dream. <clears throat> and then hold on, why why do you not dream when you smoke weed? Why is that? Well, the reason why, from from my understanding and what I found out, is because when you smoke, um, your, your body your body is trying to purge out that THC because it's unnatural to it. Your body already produces natural THC, and then you're putting just an excess amount of THC, and then it wants to purge it out. So when you go to sleep, you're in between light sleep and REM sleep. So you never get the REM sleep, which is the REM sleep is uh, REM stands for rapid eye movement, which is the dream state where you're experiencing all these things and 
your eyes are literally moving rapidly. And the reason why it's called rapid eye movement, they don't know it is because you're actually, your physical eyes are actually um, looking up into your third eye and opening up your third eye and activating it. So you're actually looking into the spirit world as your astral body travels into the spirit world and creates and creates all these beautiful things, all these magical things, depending on your experience, that is, because there's people who have nightmares and, you know, amazing dreams. So it depends on the experience at that point in time. So, um, so yeah, so dreams are very essential. They bring messages to you um, via your subconscious because your subconscious is what creates your reality. It's right. It creates 95% of your reality and it's very easily programmable. Yeah. It's well. very, very easily programmable. If you want to get good things out of your life, you need to, um, you need to program your subconscious and there's plenty of methods of doing so you can, you know, do affirmations, listen to, um, binaural, uh, binaural beats with guided meditation, you know, to, to get your life on track. And then this will, be implemented in your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind gets conditioned through programming, consistent, consistent programming. You know, they always say consistency is key. You're reprogramming your subconscious mind in order to continue to do this. So um, you want to get better results out of life. You need to take control and program your subconscious mind. I agree. And with dreaming. So when I, when I stopped, when I found out that, you know, I couldn't dream anymore because I was smoking. So I stopped smoking and, um, and I started doing affirmations and I saw that's that I, you really changed. Yeah. That's where everything changed. And I became, I got a first glimpse of the dream of my first dream that I couldn't remember of in a long time. And then I learned about, you know, lucid dreaming and what lucid dreaming is, if nobody knows, which I'm sure some of the viewers know, but lucid dreaming is when you're able to control um, your mm -hmm, dreams, be conscious in your dreams and you're able to, to some degree, control what's going on in your dreams, um, you know, being partially awake. And that's what lucid dreaming is. It's, uh, it's another term for vivid dreaming. But vivid dreaming is when you're when you're very when your dreams are very vivid, but you have no control of these. You know, this is the, this is the difference between lucid dreaming and vivid dreaming. So um, and what can help with these things is meditation. Because meditation, especially before you go to sleep, meditation will help anchor your consciousness down into your body and it'll slow your mind down and then it'll help you with um, dreaming that specific night because you're slowing your mind down, slowing your thoughts down. You're getting down into the, you know, the alpha state, alpha brainwave state. And then you're going to go into theta and then you're going to eventually go into delta. And because your mind is slow, so, is so slowed down from the meditation, you're going to most likely remember your dreams and what you are doing. And if you know how to activate your your rapid eye movement. All right. We're back, guys. Uh, somehow someone connected to my Bluetooth speaker. And <laughs> here we weird. are. Yeah, he was trying to blame me playing some Chinese music and stuff. I was like, I don't even speak Chinese. Who are you talking about? Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm very sure. Very sure. Very sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. So the the whole meditation will definitely help you ground your your consciousness down into your body, which will help you have more vivid dreams. And you know, with lucid dreaming, lucid dreaming is a very powerful thing because it can also uh, when you lucid dream, it teaches you the infinite. Um. 
the infinite as in what? Like infinite possibilities. You yeah. are infinite and you create your own reality. So whatever you desire, it's just it's about hustling after it and you can achieve it. Ex- exactly. It shows you there's no limitations in this universe. One of the first things when I had my awakening was, wait, I can create my own reality. Mm-hmm. And then I created like 40 different realities, which I, I recommend do not do. All right. Mm-hmm. I. <sighs> He's still trying to connect to all of them. Trying to find himself. I know who I am, boy. <laughs> I know exactly who I am. I'm uh, the crystal grid creeper. Uh, creeper. <laughs> creeper. All right, Joe. All right, Joe. <laughs> Creepy Joe. Creepy Joe. Whoa, whoa. Um, crystal Chris. That's what I call him. Crystal yeah, Chris. Crystal Chris. Um, but yeah. So continue. About what the infinite or? Yeah, you said um when you create oh, your reality. Yeah, so you can create your reality to whatever you desire. So say you want to travel the country, you can travel the country. Say you want to fly, you can fly. I mean, you're just gonna have to either learn how to levitate, or you're gonna have to learn how to create a jetpack or an airplane or whatever it may be to actually fly. Yeah. But anything is actually possible. The impossible is. It's not even real. Like, it's not. You know, you break M means you, 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 right? you break down the word. It says I'm possible. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's, that's that's the word. I'm possible. Right. So anything, anything is possible. Is possible. But they don't want you to know that. Because it is. You are the I. But the I is an illusion because we're all one being. So, you know what I'm saying? Crack open your third eye, boys. Mm-hmm. Use cracking. Just kidding. <laughs> cracking the wall. You don't understand. Never mind. He's um, dry. But um, yeah. So it's infinite possibilities with the whole lucid dreaming, because what happens is when you're creating in the in the lucid world in your mind, all that is energy. It's potential energy, and everything is energy. So when you are creating from the aspect of your mind, you're actually trying. You're actually anchoring this energy into the physical as well. So manifestations happen so quickly. That's why a lot of people who uses lucid dreaming. Um, are really good master manifestors because they know how to manifest the reality that they want into this life. And it's all and it's all about a focus, a state of focus. If you can focus on a specific um, thing that you want, a specific, man- specific manifestation, specific. <laughs> then most definitely you will obtain this. Okay. So lucid dreaming is very powerful. And one thing I did in order to activate um, my lucid dreaming was I bought a, a time watch, uh, a wristwatch. And one that uh, beeps on the hour every hour. And what I would do is whenever it would go off, I would also I would repeat to myself tonight. I'm going to lucid dream tonight. I'm going to lucid dream tonight. I'm going to lucid dream. And I would repeat this to myself as often as I can Mm -hmm. until I get distracted or something. And then I would also play with my fingers. I would look at my hands and play with my fingers, because if you didn't know or whoever, whoever lucid dreams. And if you didn't know, when you look at your hands in a lucid dream, your hands are all weird. They're not actual. They're not really. Yeah. They're like wiggly or droopy or faded out. They're just not, they don't look like your real hands. So at that point in time, when you look at your hands, you automatically, your, your conscious mind knows to automatically wake you up. And then you're like, Hey, I'm, Hey, you're lucid dreaming. Um, and then at that point in time, you're able to wake yourself up in that dream state and then start manifesting, um, from that, um, from that conscious state. So that's something that can help you into lucid dreaming. There's plenty of YouTube videos as well, where it's like the wild, method the wake induce method which is you uh this is awesome as well you can try this i've done this before and this is pretty awesome 
it can be scary in a sense if you're if you if you have fear then i recommend not then just just definitely continue with the wristwatch or confront or affirmate um doing affirmations but what you can do is wait till your body is super super tired like really really tired extremely fatigued you go into your bed um you lay down on your back hands by your side and then and about it depends how tired you are 15 to 30 minutes you close you close your eyes as soon as you get into bed and in 15 to 30 minutes you just stay awake keep your mind awake but your body is going to go to sleep and what your what your mind what your brain is going to do is it's going to check your body to make sure that it's asleep it's going to send like electrical sensations in the form of like tingling or itching type of sensation it's going to make sure that the body is asleep and do not itch whatsoever do not try to move whatsoever just keep your mind awake and your body will fall asleep and then what's going to happen is you, uh, your body is going to disperse the the par- the, the paralyzing huh i'm sorry mind you uh it is not easy to keep your mind awake while your body is asleep so practice and you know you're gonna want it more than anything yeah, else exactly this is true this is true definitely for sure because your body your mind wants to fall asleep as soon as your body does because it's something that you do habitually you know what i'm saying together normally yeah. so um <clears throat> so just keep your body at a bay you know at, at rest and then keep your mind awake it's going to be hard but you know proceed uh power through this and so it's gonna disperse the the paralyzation glass uh gas and then your body is going to you're going to feel it being paralyzed at this point in time once your body feels paralyzed you're going to feel a vibration so once that happens you open your eyes just open up your eyes and then you're going to be in this induced state it's it's going to be you're going to see um you're going to see different structures and things like it's going to be weird you're, you're going to be like um what's that called you're just gonna be it's gonna be weird things in your in your dreams. You're gonna see different distorted visions, distorted mm-hmm. things, distorted lights in your room. And then and that's when you're about to enter the street uh the dream world. So when you close your eyes, you'll automatically enter a lucid dream of your choice, wherever you want to be. You think of something where you uh, where you want to do, where you want to go, you'll enter that place, and then you'll be fully conscious and fully aware of what's going on in your lucid dream. This is and right. then and then um yeah you'll be able to create your lucid dream so that's another that's another awesome method it's called the wild the wake induced lucid dreaming method yes it's very important to have a strong imagination Mm -hmm. you have to be able to imagine Mm -hmm. if you can't imagine how do you expect yourself to lucid dream like you if you can't imagine which is really just creating a reality within exactly. your mind how do you expect to lucid dream or even astral project exactly you know imagine everything comes from imagination mm-hmm. you know this world comes from imagination you come from imagination everything is is depicted from imagination yep. you know this whole podcast was an imagination now we're just making it a reality exactly you know what i'm saying everything is imagination you know so that is what um lucid dreaming um from my experience is and it's something that i now I, I lucid dream with ease because I've done it so much. All I have yep. to do is remind myself, oh, tonight I'm going to lucid dream. Tonight I'm going to lucid dream. And I usually, 90% of the time, will lucid dream. And it's very it's very easy. So do you have any um, experience with lucid dreaming? Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Um, so I started lucid dreaming in seventh grade. I was 13. Mm-hmm. 
I found a post on Instagram and it caught my eye. It was like, did you know you can control your dreams? Practice this at night. Lay on the floor on your back. Relax your body. Um, Do not move your eyes. You know, literally make no physical movements. Um, And then start, you know, creating dreams, you know, creating your own reality. And so I tried it for the first time and it was very hard at first, but probably three or four days in. I got that. Sh- I got that stuff down. Um, it was amazing. Uh, the one big thing about lucid dreaming is when you start, uh, your body is going to feel very, very heavy. Like you just got a sandbag thrown onto your body and you can't move whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But that's because your body is asleep and your mind is awake. Yeah. And um, one really good way to t- test is to try to send impulses throughout your body oh by the way you're going to get itching sensations you're going to get uh just sensations throughout your body which is your body sending signals to see if you're asleep or not so ignore all of these signals you 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 might feel like a a scratch on your leg or an itch on your your eye do not move yeah i just covered all that yeah just deal with it (laughs) yeah here i am spacing yeah here i am it's all good anyways my point being um so yeah, I started lucid dreaming and creating my own reality, which when you're 13 is pretty, pretty amazing because, you know, going through schooling where you're being programmed mm-hmm. and, you know, conditioned to, hey, uh, go to school for 12 years and then go to college for four to 12. Yeah, have pay a nice all that debt off. Yeah, pay all that debt <laughs> off, which mind you, you already are a creditor. All right, let's... We'll go into that topic another day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just started creating my own reality. Me being 13, my favorite things were girls and roller coasters. Roller coasters, huh? Roller coasters, yeah. I'm surprised about girls, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> girls have always been my thing. <laughs> I just can't pack. Yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, so, that, all right, that's, that's awesome. 13 years old. I didn't learn about sleep, I mean, lucid dreaming until I was, um. 25 26 25 something like that i don't know but um but yeah so that's that's lucid dreaming for you and dreaming in general so next topic very powerful i would say sleep paralysis sleep paralysis good sir sleep paralysis man this is something i definitely struggled for a good portion of my years i had no idea what it was what it was Mm -hmm. and when i looked it up you know, the very first pages of Google, you know, Google, you know, goofball Google. Yeah. Google. I couldn't find any, um, inform, like I couldn't find anything, any information, I know any mean. good information about sleep paralysis. I'm like, am I the only one that is experiencing it? And then you feel singled out in the world. Yeah. It's like, man, somebody doesn't want me to sleep. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm dying every the time. The universe is holding sleep. me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Why doesn't God want me to sleep? Like it's a it's question like when I was younger because I didn't understand it. Um, <clears throat> but then I came across a video about lucid dreaming. I mean, not lucid dreaming, sleep paralysis. It made a little bit more sense to me um, than what every than other videos that I found. I forgot specifically what it was telling me, but it basically told me how to when i have sleep sleep paralysis don't fear it instead of like yeah. fearing it you know 
um, learn to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, ahead. learn to deal with it. Learn to work with it, and then I can, you know, eventually wake up out of that that sleep paralysis. And I did at one point in time when I did, when it did happen to me, I did remember that video. And then instead of trying to fight it, because your first initial reaction, yeah, surrender. You know? yeah. you just gotta surrender to it. Really. Yeah. yeah. Because the first initial reaction out of sleep paralysis is like you want to fight, you want to, you know, want to get up as bad as you can. You know, I'm here yelling for help when it's when it's happening, but nobody can hear me. I can hear things. Mind. Yeah. yeah, I can hear things going around around me, but nothing. I can't. I can't. I can't get nobody's attention. I can't yell for help. So it's like, what do I do now? And then I remember, you know, um, that video. And then once I did surrender and I relax, and then I was able to get up out of that sleep paralysis like it's like wow it's like it's this- like a test like the the harder you try to fight it the harder it gets but the the more you surrender the easier it becomes and then you can you know it's just like a phase exactly you it's like break it's, right through it exactly life is not life is not hard for you it's, you know when you resist you make things, it hard yeah. yeah when you resist things then it resists against you because you know that 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 it has to reflect opposite force yeah, it has to match the opposite force it's kind of like a dog you know you get a you run away i mean a dog is running away you start chasing it it runs faster yeah but i mean that's not what i was gonna say well it's the but same principle it's the same principle what i was gonna say is you have a toy you playing with the dog if you try to grab that toy from the dog that dog is gonna bite down on that right. toy yeah, even harder and not let it go you know what i'm saying right. it's resistance against it's resisting against your resistance mm-hmm. so once I once you let it go, then that dog lets that toy go, and then you know you can proceed to grab that toy and put and throw it wherever it wants to go, or wherever you want to throw it. So yeah, like sleep paralysis was that, and um, it's a like I said, it's a pretty scary thing. But once you if you surrender to that sleep paralysis, you relax your body, learn to take a deep breath in and then deep breath out. You usually come back into your body and then you'll wake up and then and you ground your consciousness yeah i've only had it happen to me a few times but when i tried explaining it to my parents they're like what the good old fluoride stare mm-hmm. yeah um, and i think it's because our parents one have been very conditioned um and then secondly they use lots of addictions and uh whether it be coffee or stimulants or smoking mm-hmm. weed or alcohol, anything, but any type of substance alters your mind and, you know, you begin to just go to sleep. Like when you lay down, you go to sleep. You don't dream. You don't lucid dream. You don't sleep paralysis. You don't uh, astral project any of that. Yeah. You, know? you just go to sleep and then you wake up the next morning and forget anything happened. Yeah. Super tired. You know what I'm saying? I wake <laughs> yeah. up super tired, but it's like it's like i think it's like three million people who who experience sleep paralysis that's a good that's a good portion of people that's, you know what I'm saying? Well, like one percent <clears throat> 300 million people three million with 7.5 billion people on Earth. well no I was, I was just meaning like for america for america i mean yeah, yeah i mean 1%. if you're counting america, america but that's sleeping is a, everybody does sleeping so you just can't count americans you know what i'm saying i know that but everybody sleeps unless you're a vampire chris i mean i don't know so what? What that, is it? But that means you were sleeping. So you're saying out of well. out of seven point eight billion people, only three hundred million? Three million is. I mean, three about million. three million people have sleep paralysis. So it's like point one, point zero one. Yeah, like that. So pretty thin. that is pretty thin. But 
that's a lot of people still suffering sleep paralysis. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And especially if you don't know how to deal with it, you don't know what it is. You feel like the whole world is against you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But ever since I learned to transmute that um that my sleep paralysis, that fear, I I don't experience sleep paralysis anymore. And not to mention, it would. I mean, I think it happens to people specific times because me, it would only happen to me when I take a nap in the afternoons. Mm. Never at night. It's never. I've never experienced it happening to me at night. Only when I took a nap in the afternoon. So it's like as if your body was like, "Hey, bro, you probably shouldn't be sleeping right now." Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but what's it called? I just know. Um, I just know. Like, there's. I know the real reason why this happens now, and um, we'll talk about it into the next uh the next subject that we're going to get into. Well, one last thing is like, a lot of people say they experience demons or you know um these low vibrational beings mm-hmm. when they're in sleep paralysis and like you were saying about fear is that these energies feed off of your fear so if you have fear they're obviously going to consume you mm-hmm. but when you are fearless they can't do anything can't, they're no. actually afraid of you well, yeah you're yeah. infinite you gotta remember that exactly you know what i'm saying it's um it's the fear that drives these these demons, you know what I'm saying? Because, th- yeah, they, they... It's the same with astral projection. They take on that energy, yeah. yeah. They take that energy from you. Because a lot of people I've talked to who suffer sleep paralysis, they say it's either a lady or a man, you know what I'm saying? Old, mm-hmm. And they're, they're both old. They're both haggard. So, <clears throat> or I've even... So, even some people told me they have, like, demons in the corner of their, the corner of their yeah. rooms. But that's just... That's just a reflection of your mind, of your mind, because it's in your mind. You have that demon hiding in that corner of your mind that you haven't even take care of. You know what I'm saying? Right. You haven't resolved your own demons. That's the same. That's the same meaning behind um, when you have dreams and you have um, demons in your dreams or, you know, scary. You come across scary situations or scary monsters in your dreams or people being chased by monsters in their dreams. Those are unresolved issues that you haven't resolved that you need to resolve. And until you resolve them, they're going to keep chasing you. That's why a lot of people have recurring dreams in that instance as well. I used to have the same dream every night until I, I overcame that fear. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, I do remember that one of my sleep paralysis experiences when I was like seven or eight mm-hmm. was, excuse me, I was sleeping in my room and there was a chair in the corner. And this was like a, a 1940s chair, so probably a lot of energy in it. So what? But um, there was like a pile of clothes on it. Mm-hmm. And once I got into sleep paralysis, it was like the pile of clothes in the chair became a being. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like my fear, like just just monsters, you know, being afraid of the dark yeah. type of thing. If you turn off the lights and you got to like run into your room, that's a fear. Which... Say that again. If you turn off the say that again. If you turn off the lights, what? You know, like just about every person went through this at one point in their life. But like, you turn off the lights in your house, and like, you get to dash to your bathroom, yeah, or bash dash to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, can't let the the monster eat run me. up the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> trip and fall back down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ah, you got me. <laughs> but it's just a figment of your imagination. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything's a reflection of you. Yeah, you know they show you they 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 show you that stuff and and that's why they show you that stuff in movies. You know to create to, the to fear. create the fear. You know, yeah. it's nothing. You are you you know you are source. You are one entity. What is there's a fear, but fear. That's why I say fear itself because you are that you are that fear. You mm-hmm. are that fear. You're only fearing yourself. Mm-hmm. So that um yeah that was a great great topic of sleep paralysis and um, lucid dreaming. So astral projection. 
the good old astral projection. Astral projection, baby. This is um, this is awesome. Um, if anybody ever has the opportunity to actually project or anybody who who does actual projection do it y'all the real ogs y'all know what's up you guys see what this world is really is you know the the hidden the occult matrix that really runs this world this illusion um let me tell you i've had sleep paralysis uh not sleep paralysis i've had um i've done actual projection before and let me tell you the first time i found out about astral projection I did mushrooms before and I don't know how much I did. And when I did this, I was watching TV, which is probably the worst thing that you could ever do. Because your mind consumes what you give it. When you're on shrooms. Yes. I mean, all the time, but shrooms, it's just heightened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're you're much more aware Mm -hmm. of what you're consuming. So I was like, I took the shrooms. I don't know how much it was. I was watching this TV show. This was back when I was like bored and whatnot, and um, bored of life, lost. I didn't really have all this, you know, this mental clarity, all this knowledge, so for um that I have right now. I was watching this TV show, and in the TV show, as soon as I took the 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 shrooms after a little bit, someone in the TV show said, um, "What's that called? Vertigo." Vertigo. <laughs> When they said vertigo, I seen the TV screen going like this, and And I was like, "Hold, hold on!" I got up, I I I got up, started walking, and in my mind, I was tumbling. You know what I'm saying? I was tumbling and falling and getting up in my mind, but at the same time, this was also happening to me in the physical. I just couldn't find a way to stop my physical body from experience from experiencing experiencing but really yeah but in my mind this was happening and then i remember i don't remember this but this is what i imagined happening because i couldn't get out of my mind i couldn't keep falling i couldn't stop falling in my mind so i um i eventually hit the countertop to the sink and then that's a headache literally dude (laughs) so i went into the bathroom I went into the bathroom and I had this big knot on top of my eye. And I'm like, wow, it's, it was huge, bro. It was huge. And I don't even know, like between the, the time periods of like me doing that, because everything was just like, so time is an illusion. It was crazy. Terms, it was crazy. Well, so, time is an illusion. but So what happened was I went into, I started freaking out. I was like, man, I don't know what to do. So I called my brother. In Georgia, I was like, hey, bro, I need you to come down here and be with me because I'm just not, uh, I'm just having a bad trip in a sense. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom I, to calm my mind, to calm myself down. I took a shower. As I was taking a shower, I broke through the matrix. So what I was seeing was everything digital. Everything was digi- uh, digitized. So when the when I was taking a shower, I can see the I can see the water going through my hands and my and my arm, but also my hand and my my hands and my arms were see through, and I can see through the matrix. So I was seeing the matrix as um numbers, mm-hmm. as binary numbers. Yep. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, zeros and ones. I was like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And all I could think at that point in time is the movie Matrix, and I was going through my mind. I was like. This is all illusion. This is all fake. This is all illusion. And then at that point in time, I can also 
um, could manifest my reality right then and there because I would think that I was hot and immediately I would get hot. Then I would think I was cold and immediately I would get I would get cold. So I had to turn the AC on and put the heater on at the same time in order to try to balance to balance my body out, my state of mind. It's like but I am me. <laughs> it was it was just an intense and intense um experience experience and I would never ever do it again because I don't need that anymore. But um, that's when I first experienced experienced the whole, um, you know, the whole matrix thing that's going on. And then knowing that I am not this body. So I had to find out about, I had to find more about what was going on with this, you know, through astral projection, because looking up lucid dreaming, I looked up astral, I, I got into astral projection somehow, some way. And then, you know, how did you learn about it? Astral projection. I don't know. It had to, it was definitely looking into lucid dreaming after I was successful in, into lucid dreaming. Um, because I was so obsessed with lucid dreaming. I wanted, oh, it's amazing. I wanted to lucid dream every single night, every yeah. single night. And, um, it, it's so beautiful that you kind of look forward to dreaming more mm-hmm. than being in this reality. I was like, yeah, man, you set a sacred space. You're like, okay, like the candles, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the can, incense. Yeah, turn get on some the music, music. Put on the binaural music. You know, yeah, what the saying? binaural beats are important. Yeah, bro. You want to induce that lucid dreaming. So I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, man, tonight I'm going to lucid dream. I'm going to lucid dream. I'm going to lucid dream. And then there was there's some nights like I would do this as a as a ritual, and I wouldn't lucid dream. And I'm like, I would get, I wouldn't get upset, but I'm like, dang, I was disappointed. I was like, dang, I didn't even lucid dream. Mm-hmm. But that's the experience that I needed at that point. In Duality, time. you got to balance them. Straight up, can't man. have lucid dream every night, boy. Exactly. So you know, um, so I learned to balance it out. But I think I came across astral projection through lucid dreaming um, by searching with lucid dreaming because they were giving like the different aspects of astral projection, lucid dreaming, different types of sleep, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so that brings us right back to sleep paralysis. So now I understand why we experience sleep paralysis through astral projection. So um, I found a lot of stuff out through astral projection, um, this whole matrix, you know, this whole world of illusion, you know, what's going on, what's keeping us in this third dimension, this third density. And um, so back to sleep paralysis for a little bit. So sleep paralysis happens um, because, like I said, your soul, you have a soul, and your soul wants to travel while the body is Needs to rest. know, resting itself and repairing itself. Sometimes so, you get caught right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So when your soul is leaving, when your soul is leaving your body, so it happens all in a blink of an eye. Yeah. But at this blink of an eye, you as the mind can choose to wake up at that point of time. It either happens when the soul is about to enter the body from sleep, from from a uh, um, astral projection, or when it's about to leave the body and to go into and go into astral projection. So once the mind wakes up, you your mind wakes up, that soul is trapped in between now. So right. it's in, it's in halfway of your body and half out, or not even in your body all the way, and it's trying to it's trying to settle back in. And then that's why you need to be you need to be sleeping. Surrender. You need to surrender so you so that so that astral body can reside. Um, um, fall to, back uh, in, fall back in into your physical body in order to, you know, to animate you. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you are soul. The the word soul comes, the word animate comes from the word soul. It means to have animation. It means to have life. And so, and when your mind wakes up, you basically your astral body gets stuck 
That's why you have no movement into your limbs, but your mind is awake. And, and, um, that's why sleep paralysis really, really happens because your astral body, the body, the electricity to your body is not inside of your body yet. And your mind awakes before all that becomes subsided, you know, into your body. So, um, I learned this through astral projection because I learned to turn my sleep paralysis into astral projection or, and or lucid dreaming, whichever I choose to. So whichever I choose to do. So I had, did we teach them how to astral project? Say that again. Did we teach? No, we, we haven't right, even touched right. on that topic yet. We're, we're going into the yeah, topic okay. now, but There's yeah, most sure. definitely, most definitely. That's what gonna... we forgot last podcast. Yeah, teaching. exactly. Teaching you guys. We're trying to teach you guys all of this. You know, um, if you have any questions, you could always hit us up. Let us know. I know you guys got got our Snapchats and whatnot. Pax Essential, P A X E S S E N T I A L, and then, and then G J Boy O One J U I C E B O I O One. You know, boy, if you don't. <laughs> but um, we're gonna touch up on astral projection and teach you guys how to astral project successfully. Now, one disclosure that I like to make, disclaimer, I would say. You cannot have a fear. You cannot be in fear whatsoever in order to ask projection. You have to be fearless because, again, I would like to remind you, you are God. You are God. Yes, I am. Thank you. Well, I am God, too. Thank you very much. No, you're not. I am God. How can you be God if I am God? Because I am you and you are me. Boy. All right, that's true. All right. It's like, all right, darn it, you got me there. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, you are God and, and to, infinite. You are God. And in order to, you know, enter this astral realm, you cannot have any fear. Because, you must be your God self. Mm-hmm. Your your body will not allow you to transcend um the physical if you are in fear, you know? Um, because it's like a the root chakra. No. The root chakra. The root chakra. I mean, I would say all chakras are out of balance, honestly. Yeah, if if you're in fear of any amount, really. But fear mainly has to do with the root, which is your physical connection. Yeah, but still, like, it's like, because your higher chakra, because what connects you to um, your astral body is your third eye. So um, if your heart chakra is also not aligned as well, you're not going to transcend this physical body because this is the higher, this is the, the bridge into the higher worlds. Correct. So it's like, <clears throat> yeah, you can have a strong screws, uh, root chakra and be grounded. It's just, you're just going to feel your presence. Being grounded just means you're going to feel your presence here on earth more. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel your presence and you know that you are part of this earth, you know, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be good at astral projection because someone someone could literally be super grounded but don't know nothing about astral projection or doesn't know how to exit the body through astral projection so it is um all your chakras need to be balanced in a sense yes i would say for sure um because you need to be in line with that uh with that um in line with the divine yeah (laughs) high vibrational energy but um astral projection is just what happens during astral projection is so your body goes to sleep and you're able to transcend the physical body and you obtain your astral body and your astral body resides in in your pineal gland your third eye and specifically um yeah specifically in your third eye this is why when whoever tells you the astral projection before knows about astral projection you have a spiritual umbilical cord that is connected to your astral body and it is connected to your third eye. 
you may go wherever you want to into this universe via astral, astral projection and that umbilical cord will never be disconnected um, to your physical body. It is what tethers you into your into this physical body. So it will always find its place back into the physical body. Egypt. Into your physical body. Egypt is beautiful. Who? Egypt. What does the subject of Egypt come up for? Just astral projection. Oh. Wow. Mm, wow. Thank you for letting us know. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, was one of my... Well, <laughs> Egypt yeah. really isn't, but the pyramids are. Yeah, man. Yeah, I Googled them. I saw that. <laughs> I astral projected there. Golf thank you. clap. Golf clap. Yeah, thank you very much. So what did you see? Um, how did you astral project? So... It's, I'd say it's like lucid dreaming, but instead of controlling your dreams, like you said, you know, once your astral body is leaving your body, you are consciously kind of like hopping on the ride with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're consciously connecting to your astral body. And then, you know, first start off with your room because a lot of people, they'll begin to astral project and then they're like, oh my God, I'm astral projecting and snap right back into reality. Mm-hmm. So you, one, have to stay cool, calm, and collected. Two, get used to your room, your house, your neighborhood, you know. Um, and just like in lucid dreaming where, you know, if you want to fly, all you got to do is think it and you're there. And so once I once I got used to my town and flying around, I was like, all right, well, let me start seeing places that I haven't really looked into. And the pyramids are definitely your portal. Because I don't even know how to explain it. Just the energy that was there was different from anything else that I've ever experienced. Yeah, well, we'll talk about the pyramids into another topic. But yeah, the pyramids, I mean, they were the very first. Um, they were they, created for a reason. You know what I'm They saying? aligned with Orion's belt, Sirius, um, their energy portals. They reflect the sun. They absorb the sun at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about it in another subject because that, that I think I feel like that's going to be a very very important subject as well to talk about. Oh yeah, for sure, it's going to be a very enlightening subject. We should talk about the Georgia Guidestones too. Yeah, we will. Um, we need to write that down as well. Mm-hmm. Georgia Guidestones and pyramids. But um, um, it's funny that you should you should just mention that because I definitely. That was my experience of astral projection my very first time. What? Um, I was nine years old, and um, I was at my babysitter's house. And I remember having her having these nice, fluffy, soft carpets. And oh, yes. I laid down one point of time. I laid down one po- on one point of time. And I'm just relaxing as deep as I can. And you know children um, are con- more connected to the spirit world. Um, yes. Children, and less programmed, sorry. Yeah. Connection. Children are more connected to the spirit world, but the the fact of the matter is children have a lot less going on in their head than adults. Right, less conditioning. So they're able to easily astral project. Release, yeah. Than adults, you know. If you talk to a lot of children around, I don't know, whatever age they may be at, they, they probably would tell you that they've astral projection or they've had an experience similar to that because... That's what it takes to actually project. You can't um, because children have no fear, really. You know what I'm saying? That's why they're able to do all these crazy tricks and stuff like that, because they have no fear built in them yet. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's why they try to instill fear in children as soon as they're, you know, they're born, especially by, you know, you know, you ever 
when doctors, when babies should be born, the doctors slap them on their bum, on their bum, and stuff like that. That's projecting yeah. fear into the in the child. That's implementing oh, yeah, fear yeah. into the putting child. Putting fear right in. Yeah, yeah. right. As soon fear as the baby's born, yeah, putting fear into the child. You know what I'm saying? And um, the vaccines do it too. But... Yeah, giving the vaccines. You know, but it's all like... that crying, fear, crying. <laughs> so yeah, so back to my story. So it's like, as soon as I um, I was laying down on a carpet, and then my body. I feel my body go numb in a sense. So I think nothing of it. It feels still feels good because I can still sense my body. And then, you know, I don't know how long time has passed. And then my body starts vibrating. Mm-hmm. My body starts vibrating. And I'm like, oh, wow. It feels like I have vertigo, but I'm laying down. So here we go again. So I just let it continue, whatever. It feels good. I'm not, I'm not worrying about it. And then it starts getting faster the vibration starts getting faster and then i hear like um noises in my ear like like a humming voice in my ear and then i'm like okay so i let this continue and all of a sudden i hear like a loud like a loud pop that's where your consciousness leaves your body i'm like what what was that to me it feels like it happened in the physical do you know what i'm saying it happened around me and then i look up i look up i feel so i feel my body light i feel my body has getting lighter like a uh, feather lighter so I, I look up and i am close to the ceiling i'm like what i'm like what i turn around and i see my body on the floor just laying down as soon as I see this, I get scared and I immediately get pulled back into my body. I get up and I'm like, "What? Y'all see that?" <laughs> I'm like, "What's going on? What happened?" Now, I'm 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 I was raised, I'm raised I was raised religious, you know what I'm saying? Religious. So, to explain something like that to my parents, it's like, you know, what are you saying? You, you got the devil in I was your just, kid. You got the devil. Yeah, in you know, mm-hmm. you got the devil in your kid. So, you know, I decided to keep my mouth shut and never said anything. Um, I didn't, you know, I just continued, continued a life until, you know, I had my spiritual awakening. And then, and then later on those few years brought me to astral projection. And then that I can own, now I can understand what I had, that experience that I had when I was nine years old. And so because of that experience that I had nine years old, I was, I was trying to, you know, understand astral projection even more. I was trying to um, understand astral projection even more and seeing if I can do it. So, bro, it took me literally like two months or a little bit over two months of like consistently trying to astral project in order to be successful at it. Because it's not an easy task. It's not at all. Because like I said, when you first try to astral project, um, what, what, instills is fear that fear comes up because that fear of the unknown that Mm. fear of that unknown comes up you're like what's going to happen i don't know what to expect or anything like that so that fear starts to come up manifest yeah Mm -hmm. and then it's gonna it's gonna it's like a it's like a a jammed up uh transmission you know a transmission that's that's stuck in neutral it's not gonna go anywhere because it feels that your body knows that fear is coming up so it's not going to allow you to to transcend the physical body so i had to work on myself a lot affirmations um doing breath work you know just you know grounding myself even more you know telling my telling myself you know i am god i am god you know seeing myself as source as a source and then i was able to um one point in time 
transcend the physical body um, consciously. I got out of my body and then the, you know, I saw the app. Now I'm in the astral world. I'm connected to everything um, energetically. I see the world for what it is. Mm-hmm. One thing, what happens when you are in the astral world, there there's is levels to it. Huh? There is levels to astral world. There is, you know, there's um just like there's levels to this 3D world, but there's lower astral, there's middle astral, and there's higher astral. And then, you know, it's 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 um it's the fourth dimension. It's the fourth mm-hmm. dimension. So no you have time. low 4D, and then and then from the higher astral from the high astral, you go to 5D, um, which you can only remain in the astral world with the vibration. And so I get I get out of it and then I see energetics. I see everything is energy, just a lighter version of what what the physical is. But the other thing that you see is <clears throat> when you get when say for instance I'm in this house, I'm in this room now. When I get out of this room, it's not a room anymore. It's just an energy field. It's just I see grid lines. It's energy grid. Yeah. It's like green energy grid lines, just like mm-hmm. the matrix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, this is this is crazy. This is crazy. So you don't even see. You cannot. So you just like it goes right back to the to the idea that not the idea, but to the to the truth that you you make up your reality. What you perceive is, is what, what it you're is. Gonna, what it is. You know what I'm saying? And so all of this that we're seeing right now is because collectively we we've all agreed on it. We, yeah, we created this collectively. We're like, okay, um, the lamp. We see the lamp. We collectively agree that when we see that lamp, we're gonna know it's a lamp. We're gonna give him the title. Like of the red lamp. is red, black is black. Exactly. Collectively agree that this road is right here. Gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. We collect, we collectively make that agreement. But when you go into the astral world, you see it differently. It's not what it is. So there's you're a, not seeing from the third. Is that yeah? You're not seeing from that third dimension anymore. So now you're seeing from a higher level, which is why these higher beings have. Don't a, want you to astral project. <laughs> that's not what I was gonna say. Right. That's uh-huh. why I was gonna say these astro, these these higher beings have a a higher knowledge, and they're able to trap us into this um, matrix even more because they understand that. Um, they Nothing understand and they know that, you know, with conditioning and programming, they could get us to create the world that they want us to create. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> so, um, so everything is energetics, but you're able to go to different, um, places in the universe and obtain all these knowledges and stuff. And I use that to my advantage to learn about a whole bunch of stuff, um, about the earth and, um, and the universe, but it's all, when you get into the astral world, bro, um, First of all, you feel peace. You feel uh insurmountable like you made it back at home. level of peace. I mean, I would say I would I would say there's way more peace than than Here. at home, than real home, than the astral world. But you do feel love and you do feel peace. Um, I would say like a hundred times more than this. Like you feel really, really good. Yeah. And because you're able to manifest things at will, um, right then and there, it's just different as well. So, you know, I use that time and that energy to obtain some knowledge from Earth, you know, from the crystal library that they have in the astral world. And it's just it's literally just like this. So you have things going on in the astral world. You have low level beings, you high you have higher level beings, and they're all just, you know, intertwining with um intermixing with with each other in order to it's just like Earth. It's just like Earth. 
It's just like, say for instance, you know the Russian dolls? You ever seen the Russian dolls? How there's yeah, a smaller there's one, one yeah, medium one. So it's kind of like this. So imagine Earth being the smaller one, and then the medium one is the astral world that encompasses Earth. And in the astral world, they're able to look at Earth and see what Earth is all about. But Earth is enclosed, and we cannot see into the astral world because the, um, the astral world encompasses us. So that's what it, the astral world really is. And you're able to do amazing things and you come across some ghouls and some demons out there that, you know, try to trick you because they, that's why I'm saying you can't have fear because they're, they try to play on that. They try to get you in that instance to drain your energy. And if you do have fear, then you're going to give up your energy unwillingly or willingly in a sense. And they're going to, you know, take you for that. So that's why I say you cannot have fear because it will definitely take your energy. Just like, you know, it, they're, they're just um, um, spiritual parasites on the other world, in the other, in the other, in the par- in the parallel, in right. the astral world. So, yeah, that was my first experience with astral projection. And it was pretty amazing in a, in a sense. It, and ever since then, it's been a little easier and easy. It gets easier for me to astral project every now and then. And that was my first experience. I wanted to share upon that. And then I had another astral projection experience, more like a OBE in a sense, where I got, where my consciousness got taken by, uh, by my star family. And I ended up on the ship and I was like, what's going on? And they basically said that, yeah, you've been asking for this and this is what here, we're here to show you and tell you you're here on earth for, for a reason got a mission here on earth you wanted to come here at this time in order to experience this but until this mission is over you're not going to go back home and i was you're like boy. when is this going to end they're like really soon but you're here to play uh an important role in this you wanted to come here and experience and i saw them this cat kind of looked like me but except with um with this this kind of like i would say like a royal blue skin royal blue skin what uh um, yeah Mm-hmm. Um, and my brothers also are these beings as well. Cause, um, they were on, uh, I had another dream where they were on a ship with me at the same time with the same being. So I've come in contact in contact with this being on multiple occasions through my dream. But this time it was consciously while I was holding my daughter while she was sleeping. And it was, a it was an amazing experience because my conscience was taken from me, but my physical body was staying there holding her while I was in the spaceship talking to this being. It's, it's crazy, you know? So yeah, you know, people talk about being abducted. Yes, I have been abducted before. It's not a bad abduction. It's a, nice it's a positive, it's a positive experience. A lot of people experience. talk about, a lot of people talk about, um, you know, being abducted. But, you know, the TV tries to make it seem like it's a bad thing being taken by these um, alien beings, these ex- they don't, these extraterrestrial beings. And it's not a bad thing. What happens is you receive these downloads of what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. In a sense, they give you missions and they implant you because they're trying to um, they're trying to, you know, monitor you and make sure you're safe because you have an important role to play in the awakening and ascension of humankind. And um, which is, you know, a kind of man, humankind is a kind of man because we are not the only mankind out there, you know what I'm saying? Kind of man out there. So, so yeah, that was my other experience. And 
So I've come to, you know, accept the fact that, you know, I'm here for a reason and here to do beautiful things in which I'm going to continue to do, you know, which is enlighten, help people and enlighten others of the situation of us and, you know, what this earth is really here for and what this moon matrix is really doing to us, which we'll cover that on another topic as well. But that was my uh, experience with astral projection, man. Well, the with your Arcturians, wouldn't that be OBE? That's why I said OB. Okay. I said out of body experience. We just said. No, I said that was my experience with um, astral projection and out of body experience. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For me, <laughs> mine happened uh, while meditating. Um, I used to ask myself, especially when I had my spiritual awakening, I asked myself who I was. My sole purpose, why am I here? You know, um, obviously, once I had my spiritual awakening, I knew that there was more to this reality than what we perceive. Um, I've known this my whole life, but once I stopped listening to everyone else and what they said and started going in within, yeah, I learned a lot more. Um, um, from Lyra, you know, uh, Juice is Arcturian. I'm a Lyran starseed. And... Once I found out about that, I still wanted to figure out, like, okay, so I'm a Lyran starseed. What did I do in that star constellation? And one time, um, well, you know, I was asking myself constantly every single day. I was meditating, trying to figure this out. And one day I went outside and I meditated for about an hour or two. And probably an hour in, I got sucked out of my body and I could see the entire world from above, kind of like an astral projection. And I got drawn all the way up to Lyra, to the Galactic Federation of Lyra. And that was where I was brought, like, welcomed back by other Lyrans, other star seeds, the Galactic Federation, and the souls that work there. And I was like, what is this? Because obviously, you know, being a, a human now, I don't, you know, when you when you reincarnate, all of your memory is lost. So you don't really remember who you are or what you're doing here and so um when i got back to the federation i was like what is this and they're like well this is what you used to do in your past life you've been asking and i'm like so what what did i do and they're like well you helped guide souls and i was like can you explain a little bit more about that and you know um just like on earth right now how you know earth is ascending to our heart chakra we are ascending in consciousness well, there's that on infinite amount of planets in the star system and the galaxy and the universe where these dark beings are, you know, causing warfare and creating wars and controlling other souls, other minds. You know, Saturn, um, people associate Saturn with Satan, but the truth is that Saturn used to be just like Earth, a loving, giving planet until it was deceived by these beings. And now it's a, a very negative connotated planet where all the beings on it are lost and you know basically programmed, kind of like everyone on Earth, where everyone has accepted their eat, sleep, work, repeat cycle. you know. And sadly, that's not what we came here to do. We came here to ascend and rise above. My point being is, um, being there, I asked, I'm like, all right, so how did I help souls? Well. What the Galactic Federation does is it travels the entire universe, 
helping souls, saving souls, kind of like what the army does, I guess. I mean, the army really doesn't help people in, in many ways, but um, think of like the Jewish um, or the Jews back in Nazi Germany, right? They were in concentration camps and the U.S. Army came over and saved them, right? Well, what happens when people are lost and, you know, they're now being saved? They're very clueless. They don't have their own personal values. They don't know who they are or what they're doing. So they need guidance. So they would come back to the Galactic Federation of Lyra and we would guide them. We would teach them their sole purpose, you know, meaning of life, um, just lots of knowledge about time and space and the matrix and what everything is, what what their purpose is, how they're supposed to live, you know, and restore that that faith and happiness back into them because over time, you know, kind of like most people nowadays, they've accepted the work, eat, sleep cycle and they don't have any faith. They don't know why they're living. They're just doing it. You know, they're like, I don't know why I'm alive. I'm just waiting for that day to come, for that day to come. You know what I mean? And that's really heartbreaking. A lot of people don't know what they're doing. So they just, they've accepted and surrendered to the universe and, but in a bad way. Yeah, this matrix. You know, they ex- yeah, they surrender to the matrix, not the the universe, which is surrendering to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we we helped souls and just feeling understanding that and vibrating with it or resonating it, it, it helped a lot to to understand my purpose here. Um, That's what's up, man? Awesome story, man. So, do we got anything else? Um, I think that's it, man. That's really it. That yeah. was that that covered everything about sleeping. Yeah, sleeping OBEs and mm-hmm. anything experiencing outside of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was a Oh, pretty... last thing. Um crystals. Crystals help you with dreaming. Uh you can put crystals underneath your pillows or just in your aura or in your room anywhere near you. It's anywhere that's going to affect your energy space. That's mm-hmm. all that is really important. Um, but I, I highly recommend to put crystals under your pillow. When I started doing that a year ago, I had the most vivid dreams of my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and this was while I was smoking weed. I was like, how do I, how am I seeing all this? Mm-hmm. And yeah, crystals, they emit vibrations and they affect your aura and your consciousness, your subconsciousness and allow you to dream more. So what kind of crystals would be useful? Would be useful to the be- help them the best ones for dreaming? Amethyst, spirit quartz, um, Lemurian, really anything that has to do with your higher chakras, kind of like you said, you know, dreaming in your subconscious has to do with your higher chakras. Even Moldavite, Moldavite, yeah, Moldavite is, is a very powerful. It's literally out of this world. It, it came from um, a meteorite. It mainly landed in Shizak Republic, but there's a couple other places in the Shizak. world. Shizak, check, check. I, you know, I can't, <laughs> you know, I can't pronounce. Anything. I was like Shizak, Shizak, Shazam, Czech Republic. Boom, but yeah. Um, and if you guys are interested, I'm the Crystal Outlet. Crystal I have plug, Crystal um, Chris. Yeah, I have over 45 different types of crystals, and it's growing every day. So, yeah, awesome. If you want the crystals to dream, I got you. All right, DreamWorks. Okay, <laughs> so that is yeah. the end of our podcast, and we're going to end this with a uh, with a breathwork <laughs> session, and um. We're going to do, we're going to do um, one of my favorite type of breath work for, that I like to do. 
So this is a holotropic breathing. I'm going to be guiding through this and Chris is going to be demonstrating it. Okay. Do you um, want me to pause it until we no, get to it? I got it. I yeah, got it. He's like, so I've been ready. No, we're going to, I'm going to be playing some music because we're going to, you know, that drumming, drumming affects um, your consciousness, gets you into the altered state of mind. So it's going to be awesome. So let's get it. Let's get it. We do not own any of this. We are just using it to display. Exactly. All right. Covering ourselves with copyright. All right, Pax. You ready? So we're going to take in a nice deep breath in. Close your eyes. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. You guys can do this while laying down. Laying down is best if if you're a beginner. Yeah, laying down is definitely best for this type of breath work because this breath work is pretty intense. It's gonna be quick, fast, efficient, and to the point. This is one this is one of the most effective ways to release trauma from the body. Breathe out. Release toxins. Work up your diaphragm. Hold it. Deep breath in. Hold it. And then we're going to be going really, really fast. We're going to start out fast and we're going to go really, really fast. Deep breath out. All right, Pax, you ready? Give me a thumbs up. All right. Breathe in. Breathe out. 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 Keep going. Breathe in. Breathe out. As you do this, breathe in. Breathe out. You're going to feel your body get warmer. Breathe in. Breathe out. This is your blood work and waking up yourself. Breathe in. Breathe out. Creating an alkaline state in your body. Breathe in. Breathe out. If you keep going, breathe in. Breathe out. You're going to feel mental clarity in your space, in your head space. Keep going as I talk through. This is the alkalinity state reaching your brain, your brain state. You're going to start altering your state of mind. Feeling sensations. Faster. Faster. Hold it. And just sit through that experience right there. Listen to the drums. Breathe out. All right, everybody. That is the end of this podcast. We love you. We love you so much. We so very much. Guys. For listening and tuning in.
And if you want a longer guided breath work of that, hit on Juice. Oh my god, I feel so different. <laughs> uh, hit up Juice or I myself, and yeah, you, see you in the next episode. Go ahead. You hear what he said? He feels so different. I feel amazing. I'm telling you, that holotropic breath work, there's nothing like it. I my, love it. My cells are dancing. Mm-hmm. Like aloha. Yes. Flow. All right, we love you guys. See you Peace in the next in. one. Peace in.